Gabe, I'm tired of old movies. Well, let's watch some new ones. Yeah, maybe like a mini-sode or something? Dude, are you reading my mind? That's exactly what I was thinking. Let's go to the movies! Thank you for listening to Rewind Cinema, the podcast where sometimes we go back in time, but sometimes we don't. This time we did not. We went and saw a movie in theaters, and uh, that movie was very hairy <laughs> <laughs> and uh, almost entirely comprised of CGI. That movie is War for the Planet of the Apes. I see, girl. I think you human, oh, but you ape like me. No. Well, put down. How long have you been here? Long, long time. Home. Are there more like you? More apes from zoo? Dead. All dead. Long time. Human gets sick. Ape gets smart. Then human kill ape. But not me. I run. You learn to speak. Listen, human. Bad ape. No touch. That that's mine. Do you think anyone noticed that I uh, snuck those bananas into the theater? <laughs> I smelled them. Yeah, they were kind of messy. Though. You were opening them with your feet and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was really it was weird. Like eating it with my feet. Yeah. Um, like in Jungle Book in the animated version. Remember when King Louie like squeezes it and it yeah. pops into his mouth from like. Three you tried that like ten times, but it just ended up getting <laughs> it just on the people fell on next the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Matt Morris. I am joined by Gabe Whitehurst. And today we're going to talk about the latest uh, of the Planet of the Apes reboot, essentially, yeah. franchise. There was Rise of the Planet of the, of the Apes, and there was Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, and now there's War for the Planet of the Apes. This is directed by Matt Reeves, who directed uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, so the one right before this. Yeah. Uh, and then it stars Andy Serkis as like, the main ape. Woody Harrelson is in here as the villain, uh, but all mankind of, is the villain, if you really want to think of it that way. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Uh, Steve Zahn is in this movie. Uh, Karen Knoebel's in it. It has a lot of great people. Uh, there's a new girl, Amaya Miller, I thought was very good in this movie. Yeah, a young she was. Girl in this she movie. was good. So it has a lot of stars. Uh, this is about after the apes suffer unimaginable losses, Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, fresh off the press, man. We just saw this. It came out on a Friday night. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. We j we just saw this two or three hours ago. Recorded some episodes before this, but it's still fresh in our minds. Uh. I full disclosure have not seen the other two reboots. Okay. Uh, I've seen Planet of the Apes, but I have not seen the other two before this. So, hey, 
you know, it is what it is. I don't think I really needed it, especially because they put some title cards yeah. in the beginning of this movie that explained what happened. Yeah, as the, the movie was start, as the movie was starting, I was like, hey, Matt, have you seen the first two? And he's like, no. And I was like, uh, probably okay. <laughs> and I was going to tell you after the movie, but those title cards were actually really great. Like, yeah. they summed up those movies perfectly. They were really they were short beautiful. and really, really well written. And I was like, awesome. You don't have to see the first two to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. Yeah, it's important that I don't think that I needed them, to be honest with you. Maybe I would have felt a little bit uh, more in general. <laughs> yeah. I didn't feel a lot during this movie, unfortunately. That's okay. Uh, uh, we'll get into that kind of stuff in spoilers, I think. But just generally, this movie is freaking gorgeous. Beautiful. It is amazing to look at. Yeah. The hair on the <laughs> apes. I, could, I know, dude. I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, this is all we're going to say in the future about movies that yeah, it's just like a video game. Like this looks so good. This looks so good. That's mm-hmm. just gonna keep getting better. But this looks really good. Yeah. I mean, th- yes, the hair on their faces when they would get wet, mm-hmm. like when they would cry and the yeah. tear went a little bit. There's like- a scene where Caesar is in a rushing river and the camera is bird's eye view right on top of him and the water. It's like touching his body. Yeah, I, I, it, it look. It, it's seamless. It, it's amazing. Yeah. Like I don't know how they. I mean, I I know it's Andy Circus acting all of this, but then they layer him with CGI, and it just looked incredible. Yeah, like the people in the twenties that wanted to run out of the theaters when they saw the train <laughs> yeah. coming toward them. Yeah, I was afraid some apes were gonna jump out and attack me. Yeah, I was scared. Uh, me too, man. And then freaking Avatar is gonna be in 3D without glasses soon. Oh. That's I, amazing. What's going to happen? Reality, you know what? Reality is going to get so boring. We're going to have to just live in the virtual it, hey, world. Hey, it already is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take that Oculus off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, feeling a squirrel that I, I can't you, I normally touch. I need you to be touch. present right now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just visually impressive. I did have just some problems like with the story in general. Some things we'll get into in spoilers, but overall... I did not feel particularly empathetic towards either side in this movie, the humans or the apes. Um, it's because you have a cold, dead heart. I man. do have a cold, dead heart. Uh, they did they did do quite a bit to make you feel for them. Uh, they they added some scenes that it's hard. There's a scene where somebody dies, and then they find somebody, and they have to take this person with them for the journey. Yes. And there's a touching scene where one of the apes is interacting with this person. And at the end of the scene, I was like, did that really need to be in there? Uh, I don't know if it really made me feel more empathetic towards the person that they're taking. Hmm. Uh, I just, I don't know if like those kinds of scenes are well done necessarily. Okay. Uh, I feel like they could have done it in a more, not practical way, but they could have done it more convincingly, I guess is the word I'm looking for. I just sometimes it didn't really hit for me. Just uh, all the interactions in general. Or are you talking about? Because if it's one scene, we should get to the spoilers so we can know what. Well, no, I just mean like in general. There okay. was one scene in particular where some characters die, where I was like, "Dang, that's pretty tough." Yes. But pretty much every interaction, I was like, "That feels pretty surface level." Okay. I'm not really following you okay. on that. Yeah. I I thought I think I know what you're talking about, and for me it. I think the scene is supposed to build empathy for this human, mm-hmm. but for me, it was so well acted by the actor playing the ape, Steve Zahn. Not uh, Steve Zahn. Uh, no, not, you're talking about Maurice, right? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm talking yeah. about Maurice. I just thought, man, I just love Maurice. Like, mm-hmm. such a sweet, gentle ape. Yeah. What, what a wonderful ape. <laughs> ape monkey. I don't know what they are. Uh, orangutan. Uh, orangutan. Maurice, Maurice is an orangutan. Yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah. Overall, I enjoyed this movie. I, it was fun to watch. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see the first two. The first one was not a very good movie. Franco is just a little too Franco in that movie, <laughs> um, as he is in like every movie, yeah, basically. Uh, and the acting is just not very good. I told you on the walk back from the theater, I fell asleep in that movie. Mm-hmm. It's pretty little long and just wasn't very exciting. Mm-hmm. The second movie was good. This is the best one by far, mm-hmm. but the second one was good. Um, and I like how they brought back Koba, the villain from. They didn't bring him back. He's not a character, he, but he's he's in Caesar's memory. Mm-hmm. He keeps kind of coming back to haunt him. They exhumed his body and brought <laughs> yeah. him back to life. Caesar uh, wrestles with his inner demons as he kind of realizes that the vengeance in his heart is like Koba, and he has to kind of battle his desire to get revenge. Yeah. Just like Koba didn't battle his desire. He just wanted revenge. But they were both good. This is the best one. Uh, yeah, I totally get what you were saying about the first one being too long. I did feel like there was some fat they could have trimmed off of this one because it's about two hours and ten minutes, I think. Yeah, it's long. Um, and it did feel long. Uh, and I've got a freaking vendetta against movies that are over two hours long. You really do. You're, you're becoming an old man in this regard. Hey, man, if, you, if your movie isn't captivating for the whole two hours, there's no reason why it should be two hours. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem in, the, as we said, sports. and well, we, I don't know if we said it on the show, but they're like adding rules to baseball and basketball to make it go faster because people need action. Well, they yeah. need things to happen. Yeah, I mean... Do you get where I'm coming from with that? Yes, I mean, it's I, like... I agree with you. I, 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 I mean, some movies, if they engage you, mm-hmm. it, I don't, I don't mean you need action like an action movie. You just need something that's interesting. And uh, if it's not, if it's not a good story, then mm-hmm. you're right. It's boring. There was just too much like gentle glancing in this movie. There was a lot of gentle glances. Like people, <laughs> people will like, or it'll be up on an ape on a close up, and they'll turn very slowly yes. for thirty seconds to look at something. Yes, I like, do. Just give me that cut. Quick cut to it. Yeah, I, I I liked a lot of that because this movie is an under... They they ditched a lot of big action to make this a really plot-driven story. Mm-hmm. And it's well-written, but you are right. It, it might be a tad excessive. Yeah. Because, but I want some of that. Well, definitely. But the first and the third act, I think, are pretty good in this movie. I think it lags a lot in the second act. I actually got pretty tired in the middle of the movie because mm. I just... When it gets to kind of its emotional core... Yeah. It, for me, it got boring, to okay. be honest with you. All right. Um, I do think that the music was very good in this movie. I think that they probably kept a lot of the score from the first and the second one. I, like, again, I haven't seen it. But... I don't think they did, actually. Okay. Pat, our friend Pat, uh, told me that a lot of people are saying this is going to be up for like an Oscar for soundtrack. It was beautiful. It was nice to go to a movie and hear original music that is like really cool. Like mm-hmm. there, um, There's a scene in the beginning where Caesar is kind of getting hunted down in the very beginning of the movie and the music is like so great this chilling like eerie music it was awesome so Mm -hmm. i I hope it wins something because it was really nice yeah i really really enjoyed it uh i don't really know what more to say the performances were great yeah um andy circus was incredible as caesar always and the facial recognition technology that they have it just humanizes them so much more than they would have been able to do yeah, it's great. 10 years ago. It's great. Uh, if you think about Polar Express and how plastic <laughs> everyone looked, you know, back in the day, but that was uh, incredible yeah. at the time. Yeah. Uh, but now it's just, it takes it to a whole new level. I think without that, I would have missed pretty much all empathy for these characters without being able to see them think and to see them feel. Yeah. Um, which is very important for this movie. But, yeah, if you don't have anything else to say, let's go ahead and move into spoilers. Spoil it. Hey, Snake kills Dumbledore. 
Yeah, so I think a lot of the problems I had with the movie stem from Woody Harrelson. Uh, you, you just, I love him. I love Woody Harrelson. Yeah. I don't think he did a particularly good job in this movie. He just kind of comes across as a raving lunatic, which if you're going to make, if you're trying to make the statement they're trying to make with this movie, I think you needed to humanize him a little bit more. I felt like they detached him from they really his humanity. Did. Yes. Yeah, I, I, he's not a raving lunatic in the sense that he's like blah and crazy. Yeah. He's 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 understated uh, in his anger, but he's like totally insane. Mm -hmm. and, and then at the um, end, when they handle his, you yeah. know, his conclusion his, his, his of his downfall, arc, yeah, is I get what they were going for. So there's this disease called the simian flu. Yes. If you're still listening and you haven't seen it again, I don't know why you're not listening, but <laughs> or why you're listening. But there's a simian flu that makes people lose what quote unquote Woody Harrelson makes them human. They can't yeah. talk. Well, in the in the original movie, it's it's a disease that kills like almost all of humanity. So mm -hmm. everyone like just dies except and there's some people who are immune to it and they carry the simian flu. So continue, but now the virus they think is mutating and it's robbing people of their ability to speak mm -hmm. and think. You know, as, as humans, as as Woody Woody Allen. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a much different movie. <laughs> as Woody Harrelson says, uh, what these qualities that make us human: our higher thinking, our intelligence. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he uh, is one of those kind of like, you know, if if this was the real life, we'd say like a cult leader who takes something really, really seriously, and he starts to kill people who are affected by this. Mm -hmm. His own his own son. Yeah. Uh, as he says, he he shoots his own son for the greater good. He sacrifices his son because he doesn't this want this weird religious angle that doesn't yeah, go anywhere. He doesn't want this thing to spread. Uh, if it's still, I don't know what he meant by that. It it's kind of weird. Like I don't know why you would. Yeah, he's kill like them. I I sent my only son. Yeah, like he says something like that. Because Caesar like, Caesar tells him, "You kill your own men, you have no mercy." And he's like, "This is mercy. They're becoming animals." Mm -hmm. And he just he yeah he is very detached from all humanity. Mm -hmm. But in the end of the movie. Of course, he gets his due, and as Caesar hunts him down to go kill him, <laughs> it it really uh, it was a good scene, but the way it was acted was bad. I'll get to that in a second. But basically, yeah. Woody Harrelson develops this mutation and and can't speak, and is you know, he drank himself like almost to death. He's going nuts. He's trying to find out. He I don't know. He's just dealing with it, I guess. Up in yeah, his thing, he's and upset. Uh, but yeah, it is weird because he gets it from this doll that the the girl brings with her, who has the simian flu, uh, and can't speak anymore, and basically becomes an ape. Uh, but she, yeah, sure. There's I guess there's like traces of it on this doll that he picks up from the cage. That I didn't Caesar's catch that, in. but I guess you're right. Yeah, and I guess so. Somebody said that everyone has enough in that, like a trace of it, right? Yeah, like chicken pox. Yeah, everyone <laughs> has it inside of them. It's all just the humanity is inside of them. We yeah. have to empathize with these these apes. And yeah, I guess there's enough to turn him, which is weird. Like it's, so. it's inside of us, but there's enough on this doll to change him. But uh, Caesar's going to kill him, but he realizes this fate is worse than death to yeah, him. Yeah, he leaves him to suffer. And then he ends up popping himself in the head anyway. Yeah, he kills with himself. 30 minutes in this movie left. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Not 30 minutes. There the, was quite a bit of time the after apes, that. The apes get away. Yeah, you're right. Because yeah, I guess the villain is, in the end, all of humanity, like I said before. Yeah, I, th I think that's true. Um, but can we just address... We were, I was in the movie. I was kind of enjoying... You know, I, was, I, was, I was enjoying it. I wasn't kind of enjoying it. It was good. Mm -hmm. It wasn't amazing. But, um, yeah, Woody Harrelson, man. Didn't, didn't do it for he, me. He needed some help at the end. So at the end, Caesar stumbles upon him. 
and he can't speak. Mm-hmm. And the girl did a good job as a mute. She kind of like stutters a little bit, and it's really hard for her to get a word out. Yeah. Um, Woody, I, I just want to say, uh, <laughs> he does this, you know what, and I don't blame him. I bet the director was like, all right, Woody, like move your mouth <laughs> as if you're trying to, t- like try to look like you can't talk. Mm-hmm. That was probably the direction. So then Woody was like, all right, cool, I'll just whatever. And it just looks so cheesy. Yeah. He's like, we actually laughed we along laughed. with some other people. And, and his, because it's the sound doesn't even really match his mouth movements. And I just think he would have benefited from like researching what a mute is and maybe maybe stuttering, like maybe yeah. trying to say a word. And I think a guy does it better in the middle of the movie because they off these three soldiers yeah. that have the simian flu and yeah. can't talk, and they find this guy who's been shot in the chest yeah like close to the heart i guess or on the shoulder and he's dying and they're talking to him and i think he does a very good job of yeah, not being able you, to speak because you don't notice it you, yeah. you you're into the scene and mm-hmm. you and you empathize with that guy and you're like man this is cold-blooded and woody though man it just was really so it took me out of that moment which was supposed to be a big moment mm-hmm. but it, it cheapened it for me the other thing that cheapened it for me at the end Caesar is confronted by this guy who carries a stupid crossbow around the whole movie. Yeah. And he's supposed to be some great soul. Like, like a marksman. He, he's like yeah. Woody Harrelson's bodyguard. I don't know why he carries a crossbow around. Mm-hmm. The silent killer. I, I don't know. Whatever. He shoots Caesar and he walks up to him to, to kill him. And then he just like explodes because a gorilla <laughs> shoots a grenade at him and blows him to smithereens. Yeah. And it was supposed to be serious and in movies that is never serious yeah. unless it's like saving private ryan or schindler's list or something but mm-hmm. it's not so it was it's, silly it's just de-escalating tension in the wrong way yeah people laughed yeah we we laughed certainly i i would have much rather just get, see him get shot in the head or yes, something that's more him. dramatic shoot him kill him do but you don't. freaking incinerate the guy with a grenade launcher <laughs> so it's funny he's walking up to caesar about to shoot him and then he just blows up, and yeah. it's it's comical. It shouldn't be comical, but it's comical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what a lot of movies do wrong nowadays. I think yeah. with action is like, I mean, it's happened throughout time as well. But I feel like, especially now, people are just looking for quick ways to get things done. So instead of like slowly de-escalating tension, you get it all released in one moment. So yeah. you're like, what just happened? Or maybe have the freaking guy, like you alluded to, the whole movie. Caesar mm-hmm. looks at this soldier about mm-hmm. fifty times. He, you you think that they they kind of have a connection? Yeah, have a connection. Like, oh, the soldier's going to turn and protect Caesar at the end and do something. Have him do that. That's much more interesting. Yeah, ha- have him sh- turn his crossbow and shoot. There's a guy up on like a fifty caliber machine gun mowing down monkeys, mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 the other army which is invading an army of humans, which they explain in the movie. Have the guy turn and crossbow that guy. Yeah, get him off the machine gun, save some monkeys, and uh, move on. Yeah, I'm okay with like. It would have been great if he crossbowed Caesar. Caesar fell down, and then he gets up and like puts his foot on his neck or something, and is going to shoot him in the head. And then Caesar says or does something that yeah, convinces changes him. him. That would have been much better. But yeah, that's that's a really good suggestion. I feel like there were a lot of moments like that throughout this movie where they wanted to get something done quickly or show something that wasn't as important. So earlier on, Caesar's wife and son get shot. And we see the dot on the back of the son's head, so we know it's going to happen. But they cut away to see a pointless soldier mm-hmm. die. Yeah, yeah. I would have much rather seen Woody Harrelson do it. But I guess at the same time, he couldn't have done that because then he would have known it wasn't Caesar. Uh, but he was going to kill him anyway, probably. Uh, but I would have rather seen him interact with the wife and the son a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I, I, 
so we still could have watched. I mean, not that we want to watch him do it, but he could have walked up behind him and shot him and still thought it was Caesar, not seeing his face, just mm-hmm. like he did. But we could have watched that scene develop maybe a little more. But you're right. It's it cuts away and and does move on to something else. That, yeah, I would have just. I mean, two soldiers are walking through by themselves in this ape encampment. Like, oh yeah, 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 and by themselves. Just, yeah, because they, yeah, they're like in, infiltrating, infiltrating, it, and, then, and we see them killed. die, yeah. whatever. But yeah, I would have much rather seen him kill his son and then have a like talk to the wife a little bit, not talk to her because she can't talk, obviously. Yeah. But you know, see a moment where we see how truly evil Woody Harrelson is because yes. we don't really get that. Yes. And so I would have loved to seen him make the conscious decision to shoot the wife in the head. As yeah. bad as that sounds, yeah, you got to see that kind you of stuff. You have to because it helps give you a, another reason to hate him and to know that he's serious. Yeah. It's just my problem with movies today, just back to, uh, I'm changing the subject, but I can't mm-hmm. get off of the fact that they, they just, they cheapen things that are supposed to be serious. And I think that they, they don't think that they're cheap, but they are. Mm-hmm. The, the guy blowing up was stupid. It, it was funny. And then there was one more thing that we laughed at. Oh yeah, Woody Harrelson, the guy blowing up, and then they're in a tunnel, and they you see ape apocalypse. Oh yeah, spray apocalypse now. It just yeah, ape apocalypse now. Yeah, and it just stop. It, it takes yeah. you out of the movie. It's stupid. I don't really know what the callback is there. I'm sure it's something clever that some people will get. Well, um, it's, it's not. It, it was showing that the, these were tunnels that were created by humans mm-hmm. who were escaping. I don't know the this hospital, this camp where they were kept, and it's just. Some guy who wrote it on the wall, but it well, just—it's stupid. It's definitely a call to apocalypse now. Oh yeah, yeah. Which I don't know what the connection is there, but nothing. I, I it's the word ape. That's yeah. it. Ape. Po- it, it's just a <laughs> stupid play on words. Yeah. But it took you out of the scene. I was like, that is just—it's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's silly. Don't do things like that. Make this a serious movie if you want it to be serious. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and just overall with story, I just didn't like how truly despicable they made human scene. They didn't play the other side of the coin well enough for me. No. Woody Harrelson kind of does it when he says, like, what would you have done if a disease was ravaging your people? And But we have to, like, as humans, we're connected to the humans more than the apes for the most part. I'm sure some people are like, yes, apes, yeah. killing humans is great. <laughs> if I were a human in this world, I'd be mowing apes down left and right. Of course, yeah. But we got to see that duality, and we don't really see it that much except yeah. for that one scene where he kind of brings it up. You do see it, um, I will say, in, in the second movie, it's there because the humans are trying to make peace. In the first movie, the apes revolt and they mm-hmm. escape to the woods. The second movie, it's a group of humans trying to connect with Caesar and be like, we have to stop this. And there's an ape that is now pissed off that the humans mistreated them basically mm-hmm. in the first movie. So he starts this war. So in the second movie, you do see that. And so now I guess it's just like prejudice, whatever, ape mm-hmm. versus man, you just can't get over it. And they all... Well, there was a chance for redemption at the end there to show that humanity is good was when uh, the the whole, all like all these stormtroopers come mm-hmm. in and they're attacking this facility. And at that moment, the stormtroopers were going to shoot Caesar before the avalanche happened. Like somebody pointed their gun at him. Yeah, one guy, yeah. And... Woody Harrelson earlier in the movie mentions that they want to solve the problem through science. So when they got there, it was like, oh, maybe they're going to try and work with the apes and come to a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a nice conclusion. But no, like all the humans die. And then yeah. I guess it's like yeah. the end of the human race or yeah, something. Yeah, it's weird. They get avalanched uh-huh. and uh, none of them get away. 
and it, it's yeah. just, it's strange there's that, a little girl that's there that i guess is supposed to be like what goodness is in humans but she gets turned into an ape like she doesn't have you know what quote unquote makes her human anymore yeah. i don't know i just have trouble with stuff like that like yeah. we're humans we have to be able to empathize with the humans too yeah surely there's humans elsewhere i don't know mm-hmm. you know maybe it was just that army that got destroyed whatever but mm-hmm. you're right I, I would have liked to see a little more human side of the story mm-hmm. well i'm sorry if we missed the point if we missed the point of the movie, feel free to let us know. Uh, you, I'm just not going to make it political. It was a good movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be anything. Uh, maybe we did miss it, but I, yeah. whatever. It was It was good. I thought it was a fine movie. Uh, if I was... I guess Movie Pass almost makes it bearable. Sorry if you can hear these leaf blowers outside. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, Movie Pass almost makes it bearable, but I don't know if I would pay the $16 to go see this in New York. Yeah, I would wait. Yeah, I, mean, I would it, wait. I, well, go see it because it is visually beautiful. It's stunning, whatever, if if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, maybe I'll disagree. I, what I was going to say is I don't think I'll watch it again. No. I, I don't think For I'll sure. watch any of these again unless, I don't know. By the DVD box set. N- yeah. uh, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> the Blu-ray box set for yourself. They're good, but they're not great. And by the way, we didn't say that Steve Zahn is excellent in this movie. Yeah, Steve he's, Zahn's great. He's a bad ape. That's the name. A little and bit of comedic relief really really good acting though like i was very impressed so. mm. all right well that's it for us today if you want to find us on the social meds you can find us at rewind cinema pod at gmail or rewind cinema pod on twitter and facebook rewind cinema podcast and gmail yeah uh send us a question we will answer it for you we want to know what you think about us and uh if you want to ask us anything do it tell us how we're doing we love we you want to ask us about this review we'll talk about this review again in another episode sure, yeah so, i guess so thought we said something wrong you yeah. agreed let us know let us know man or woman, or child, or yeah, or baby. I don't know why a six-year-old would be on uh, uh, listening to us. But, I don't know, you know but you know what? The world is changing. That's so true. Who knows? Yeah. So thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, and I guess Matt. Until next time. Watch more movies. Watch more movies. All right. <laughs>